Welcome to the With Will Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Ren with the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I am DevQ and I am here and AR Polar is not. AR will be here shortly. We, we were kind of stretching the pre-show. We might as well just do that during the show and then we'll talk about secrets once AR gets here. We were talking about the real-life licensed Omni Consumer Products, the brand from Robocop, which is a licensed brand in real life that makes movie products. We are going through their entire catalog and laughing at the ludicrousness of stuff like George Takei's Oh My Perfume. Oh, I see you guys didn't start talking about anything yet. Oh, yeah. we At first, we were talking about stupid stuff. Then we went, oh, we should start the show, but also talk about stupid stuff until AR gets here. So we Speaking did that. Stupid for- stuff. It seems like you'd be sold on Think Geek, but it doesn't exist anymore. No, in fact, uh, I I don't know if you were on the show or not or yet. During their going out of business sale, I got a one six scale Captain Picard. I don't remember if you I were got on the show a at that giant, time. Um, I don't remember, but I got a giant uh, boo beanbag chair. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> okay, Ar, before we start, do you want to do your intro? Uh. No, I figured uh, I figured you'd already be talking about something, so I was going to yep. jump in. As figures, I'd be late to the one where we're talking about a seekers up show, a seekers post I actually liked. Yeah, there's actually. Let's go ahead and talk about seekers. First, we have two eleven. First, we have two eleven, which is very standard. Too much exposition seekers. It was, but given what was happening, I well, like. Here, here's the issue I have. It feels like it's a. 90 second anime scene where it just keeps stopping to go and the darkness overtook him but i like that no but here's the problem it it feels like more needs to happen and it was long and then the more interesting parts after which that could have been like a cool end to a chapter and it said it's alone and 211 just kind of like everything's bogged out because it keeps stopping to clarify stuff and then like it's trying to fit in every bit of character exposition that it skipped over earlier in the chapter to deal with them sniping at each other instead yeah that part yeah that part might have been restructured a little better but i did like the more diving into what happens during that process because the idea of a a dark evolution during a mind blink is actually pretty fascinating and just getting the mindset in a narrative format over uh during a dark evolution i'm torn i'm torn because for most of it it's just he's in an iron man suit and the iron man suit is off but he can kind of hear something happening outside yeah, it's just a lot of it was a lot of it was just I don't know something's wrong. I'm getting no information, but I can definitely hear someone beating the shit out of Pulsemon and maybe Leon. Is how it. There, there was some cool stuff there, but a lot of it was just like we're doing this cool thing, and I actually kind of liked that they didn't go for the obvious thing of like alarms going off and it being loud, and instead it was very quiet and everything just yeah. didn't make sense. Yeah. That I liked, but the problem is it's not a very exciting framing. Especially when we have Eiji, who's kind of like the most boring protagonist character there is. Like, shit's going yeah, wrong. He's, he's shit's this. going wrong, and he's kind of like, man, the lights are off. I hope everything's yeah. okay. What's the... Is that... Is that... Is, I, I I thought he was. I thought it was a little more frantic than uh, that. It, it felt but, more frantic but towards nece- the end. Not necessarily more frantic than he already gets when he gets excited something, but it, he definitely reacted. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, and then two dash twelve. Two dash twelve is where it's slightly more interesting to me personally, because 
Two dash one. You you paused. I almost just inserted it. You liked it because Omega Mon was in it. No, because Omega Mon doesn't do anything that requires Omega Mon. No, absolutely. Like not. like this could be and this could literally be Agumon Hakase shows up and just like struts in. It does not. Ha- There's no actual Omega Mon. In the yeah, sense of he doesn't do any attacks or anything. They're worried he will do attacks. But basically, it's just powerful Digimons there, and oh no, horrible stuff has to happen oh, so the protagonist doesn't die. Now. Yeah. Like I like if Omegamon did cool shit, I'd be like, Omegamon did some neat stuff. Anyone could have been this this does not require Omegamon at least minus that. You have to have it be Omegamon because nothing else is happening in Seekers that's worth it. I, I just yeah. like I, I like, just well, like maybe we can the general of impression of oh, daddy's here. Like, like <laughs> this, like if this were Duke Mon, if this were Omega Shoutmon, if this were Magmon, there would be absolutely no difference outside of they wouldn't have gone. Uh, the sword says blank. Instead, it would just been he had golden armor, which energized. There, there, they should have used Duffmon. Like, like it, uh, who the hell is <laughs> something to do? Like. Omega Mon is there because that makes it the most exciting thing generically to the potential audience out of everything that's happened in Seekers so far. Is you get the evil evolution in one segment, and then the final segment for the chapter is Omega Mon shows up, and then we're supposed to wink wink believe Leon's dead now when really he's just in the digital world. There'll be a Seekers branded Omega Mon model kit now. To be fair, that one's coming out soon. Remember, they're doing the recolor, and wasn't didn't doesn't the recolor have like a a green platform, green like the electricity of Kazuchimon? They knew all along. But yeah, honestly, for an ending segment, it was solid. It was short, which helps. It basically just frames the end part. I think it probably would have worked better as part of two eleven, honestly. But I also understand why they didn't, because they have it do. The evil evolution shows up, Omegamon shows up mm-hmm. at the end, and then you get to go cliffhanger. And then the yeah. cliffhanger is just, Omegamon stands there while Kazuchimon tries to keep him from moving, and then they both get swallowed up into Tron. Yeah, it's, it's 11 is Red what happens. Leon. 11 is what happens to Lugermon, 12 is what happens to Leon Pulsemon, is how I frame yes. that. Yeah. You I, were my best friend! I, it would be... Here's the thing. I, I'm torn on this one because, one... I give credit to them for understanding that they can't wink and go, and Leo Ma- Leon's definitely alive. But also, like, the whole framing of Leon's gone also makes you go, come on, we know what's going come on. on. Like, yeah. I'm told... It's, it's still, it's still, it's still, he's still got dragged somewhere, and that's an, a thing. I, it's, it's enough. Yeah. I appreciate that Seekers at least realized that they had to do something yeah. big. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but yeah, I'm just torn in the sense of they played it very straight, which is nice that they don't keep winking. Oh, Leon's mm-hmm. gone somewhere. Wink, wink, wink. But yeah, also he's, like, he's... but also like playing it straight is a bit easy. Is not the right he's word. A... But like, we know Leon's not gone. I mean, no, but. You gotta, you have to pretend for the sake of the narrative. Yes. Just it, it, you have to take it. You have to take that somewhat seriously. It definitely helps the narrative because it means now they've gotten rid of the one ultimate we know of for sure, or the one mega we know of for sure slash ultimate, whichever level name you're using. Because that that the shadow realm. Because battle wise, that was terrible framing. Because any time you're gonna have those two face off, 
Leon is just too ahead of AG at this point for it to work. So getting rid of him for now is actually smart. So yeah. It also forces Leon to do some soul searching, I hope. Like that hopefully in- instills some sort of a character reaction in him. <laughs> like he's going to do s- like I I hope he does something different now. He's going to hit on the girl more. Like my best friend died. No, it's going No, here here's what it's going to be. And I'm not 100% sure of this, but it feels like where the story would go. He goes Leon died. Leon was scared of life because of what happened. I need to live for both of us. So I'm going to go ask her out on a date. And then Lugamon's going to gonna saunter up and she's going to go, oh, I'd love to walk you in the dog. And then he just goes off sadly as Lugamon doesn't understand why he's that, sad. That, that, or, that or he hits on Marvin and some of the SOC members a little more. <laughs> but yeah... But yeah, chapter two, chapter two ended well. Although they, although now they actually do owe us Omega Mon actually doing something relevant at some point. Oh, good luck with that. Actually, is this going to be interesting because with the SOC because Leon, uh, that's technically a like Ag absolutely crushed it in his mission, and the SOC is going to be super impressed with him. Yeah, like like Leon, awesome, great job. Like that's the thing. Yeah, Judge and his Digimon are just gone. Yeah, the, the only people who actually know what happened are Leon, Ag, and that's it. Yeah, SOC is going to just be like making a note here. Huge success. Yeah, and he doesn't even have an ultimate level Digimon, and they know Judge does, which looks more impressive. It means he had to have outsmarted him somehow. Ag's just going to Mister Magoo himself to like the top of the pyramid, the top of the SOC pyramid, <laughs> just by just yeah. accidentally succeeding every mission oh, he God. gets in the stupidest way possible, yeah. and then just tripping his way upward. And then, God bless that even with a good chapter ending, uh, the information that they give us on Digimon Web about Chapter Three is basically incomprehensible. To, to the point that there's three different conclusions you can take. Okay, are you ready? Next time it's an intermission before the new chapter, we will release it on September 16th at 7pm. Then the new chapter will begin the week after next. So, there's three possibilities. One, this is all gobbledygook, and chapter three starts next week. I don't believe that's happening. Next two, week's a beach episode. Number two. Nothing is happening next week, but they're so used to doing the week time that they put the time in the post anyways, by mistake. Or three, there's some sort of intermission chapter next week. Recap. We're going to get a recap episode. Uh, oh, go- oh good. The good. They're going to give us a chapter full. They're going to give us a chapter 2-X full of exposition that yeah, we just heard. Just gonna expl- oh, they're going to have the highlights of all the best explanations. Yeah. Uh, then we got two different batches of fan art for Seekers, and then chance to look at those. And then we have two chapters of Dreamers. Chapter eleven, we get a non-battle. The adventure begins, yeah. and I just like how they're they're no longer treating the partial evolution as special. It's just what Pulsemon does because of the curse. That, that that's his thing. Yeah. He's just gonna go with it. And then chapter two twelve, and then sorry, just chapter twelve. We get, it's just a chapter full of Wizardmon and Pulsemon shenanigans. And then also... It really is. It's it, supposed to be like the start of like the bi- this big arc, and it, it's just them... And then the best absolute part... Absolute the best, the best part, the thing at the end, is me- like, 
if it were anyone but Yabuno, you'd go, oh, it's menacing to have Dagomon appear out of the water like that. And no, it's happened multiple times. We don't, it's supposed to be menacing. It's just, oh, we've seen this before. His art really does just like, it's just amazing how good it is. Um, it's a fucking delight at yeah. all times. And then the thing we all love to talk about, I'm sure, is forum upgrades. Yay, Edmund. No one needs to... You know, it doesn't happen a lot. It happens a few times a year. People are like, are you going to do it with the Will app? Or will you add X to the form to make an app? It's like, I don't want to use any of the plugins because I don't want people like just swallowing up people's data and stuff. Like, remember when everyone would try to put Tapatalk on forums? And their terms... I cer- don't even know what the fuck that is. Tapatalk was this forum plugin that then on an app you could have a full native app for any forum just by going to this one app and it enhanced certain stuff Mm. but also as part of the terms it was like they get to clone everything on your forum for whatever they want yeah no yeah so finally all the progressive web stuff works in basically every operating system now so you can just install the forum as an app on your own you have native notifications if you want it to it just works as if it were an app without an actual app hooray Huzzah. And also that includes stuff like actual native notifications where you get, like if you're on your phone, you can actually have it so you get notification if you get a PM or if certain threads you've subscribed to have new posts, you can get notified about that. And it's all customizable on the user side, not us doing anything. So you can go, I only want notifications for this, for that. So that is done. Hooray. I want no notifications from anyone ever. Leave me alone. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I wasn't gonna turn those on, and I was like, okay, we'll turn them on. We'll see if you know enough people use them where it like screws up the site to have them running. But if not, like whatever. If someone wants notifications, it's not like it bothers me. I I I check the site enough that it doesn't really need anything that I need. But whatever. So everything should just be working. Although technically speaking, anyone that I know with Android who was trying to test this, they all had like Samsung phones with older versions of the browser that don't install PWAs properly. (laughs) So like trying to get Vandy to do it and it just wasn't working. It's like, okay, we we think this is how you do it on Android. Someone let us know. And then it feels like in the last week, week and a half, we're starting to get like, it's quiet, but we're also getting the drip of movie stuff now. And, getting. and it's like, at any given point over the next month and a half, we might be back to weekly episodes with news. Hopefully not, but I, I, I recall with Try and Kazuna, there were times when we were doing weekly episodes without a show running weekly just to drain the news bucket. So first up, we have, yeah. we, we have Car- Dev, you weren't there for that. I was, was there in spirit. Time. Yeah. Uh, so we have character posters for O2 the beginning. This is the same art that was on the actual re- poster we got a few months ago, but split up into character. They look so good. Like when they have the room to breathe, when it's not everyone in the that movie poster art moon shape, you know, where they put the heads and they're always in like yeah, a like curve. Arc. Yeah. The lighting is so good in this. The I shading. Know. Like it. Just the night, but lit up properly, except well, for also, Rui, because he's dark. Also, they light them up based on the clothing colors. So, like, 
with the Daisuke and Ken one, it's the it's the blue that's associated with Daisuke's jacket. Or with um the Takuru Iori one, it's the yellow of the his jacket, so it kind of blends. With um Hikari and Miyako, it's the it's not a poncho. What's the outfit she's wearing called? Uh, I have never I have no idea what that's supposed to be. But you know what I mean, right? Like it's not like oh? a no, I don't know what the outfit's called. But yeah. And then I think the purple on the other one's supposed to be his hair. I guess. And also Ukuman is there. Uh Ian Menacing th- in, the, in the foreground as opposed to Shakuman and and uh uh, yeah. Ian, I don't think it's meant to be a sorry from India. It's not quite no, that style. It's not a. It's not a sorry. That's what keeps throwing me off. Is I keep going. It's supposed to be that classical Indian outfit, but that's not that that style of outfit. So my brain keeps like frying on what it's supposed to be. I I don't know, but yeah, the posters all look good. Can we also just point out that we get a movie poster where one of the main focuses is Shakuamon? I wouldn't so say proud it's a of main. It's a, a it's a focus. it's a pretty big focus of that poster though. It's he's there. Yuri and Takira were looking the other way. Also, I just want to say I know I've already made the joke. I love the pose Ukuman's in. It's like <laughs> it's sort of like someone's like you guys need to pose for the poster, and Ukuman's looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> and someone also doesn't <laughs> the cameras that way, and it believes. And also has also the, like all the little stickers on Miyako's laptop. I like the Needs pizza more. slice one. Also, like, if you look at the post, like, Daisuke is doing his smiley scream. Ken is trying to look like he has a personality. Takaru is yelling. Ken is vaguely concerned. Iori looks like Iori. Hikari's trying to look serious, like she's from a drama. And Miyako looks way t- Miyako looks like way too excited action posy while also holding a laptop and not looking at it. Miyako, Miyako just did something menacing. clever. And I can't make a joke for Louis because all my jokes are he thinks he's Shinji. And the problem with that joke is he is. He's Shinji. How <laughs> uh, you doing, Shinji? Louis is getting yeah. in the robot. And then we have more movie stuff. Tickets have begun. They've done a nice batch of preview screenshots. And again, there's one of Ukumon's looking fucking cracked out on this one. <laughs> that is the loudest you have ever laughed of. I think my headset peaked. Oh, jeez. I just... Yeah, the that pictures. hurts. Um, yeah. I don't. I one thing I do love now, now that we're seeing more actual footage and not like glamour trailer shots is seeing the little differences in drawings. Like the shot of Miyako standing there, it just looks nice, and like Hawkman floating there. I'm just very happy with all this stuff. It just looks so good. I'm so. The shot of Pale Jamon looks great. Also, can we all point out that like how wrong it looks when you look at the one shot and Iori's the one clearly on the computer? I, I just love that they keep the tradition of someone on the computer and everybody watching. It's just a Digimon staple at this point. It's really an O2 staple. I think Adventure had some. No, of that. it no, it absolutely did, but I mean like like look at the room they're in. It looks like a generic classroom. It's I'm sure it's not, because like you can see the ceiling tiles with the vents and it looks like a shitty school ceiling honestly they might have broken into like a closet at a restaurant to be fair they've done that before in fact they did that in the last movie in fact they did that in the last movie and the last audio drama the o2 kids did 
The oh, in fact, isn't that what happened to them in Tri? They somehow broke into the digital world and they got bodied. Everything they do has mm-hmm. to do with being broken into stuff, places they're not supposed yeah. to be, and causing shit. That's why they weren't in Tri. They showed up and uh, Alphamon bodied them so they would go away. Well, they're led by Dicegate. They're chaotic good yeah. for sure. Yeah. So on top of that, early tickets are on sale. I like that. I mean, I'm not paying that much for a water bottle. I like that water bottle though. I love how it has all nine crests. Yeah. Like, that is a small change from trying Kazuna stuff, but that is a significant, like, important thing. Gotta have Ken rep, yeah. Although I will For say, once. but yeah, I like the water bottle. I'm really not fucking buying it. I have enough water bottles. Um, nicely, though, they are selling the water bottle separately for anyone who does want it. You don't have to buy a ticket. Um, various social media accounts have swapped over to the beginning stuff. I love that Vimon shot of him just, eh. <laughs> um, and then New York Comic Con. Gee, l- let's go over what they've said here. Digimon Adventure, Past and Future's name of the panel. The look back at the first two seasons of Digimon with the original producer, which they have not specified. I've already gotten like three fucking messages asking if I'm hinting that's me. No, I'm not fucking going to New York. No. Not the, no. No, like, people keep, like... Who the hell is New York? No, that's a point, like... Because I point out that, like, they don't say who the producer is, but the obvious guess would be Seki Hiromi. And people are like... Yeah, that's what I thought. But people... But yes, but a couple people have taken me saying that, like, there's no specific mention of who it is. Wink, wink. And they think I'm saying wink, wink, rather than just going, the obvious guess would be Seki Hiromi. I'm saying that because yeah. that's the. I'm not trying to hint. It's me. I'm not fucking going to New York. Period. I have nothing. To, I have nothing to do with. This. They do not need me. They do not yeah. need to mention the movie stuff at all. They have stuff to talk about. Toei's doing the panel. It, it's going to be somebody yeah. relevant to the original series. It, it, it that is the original. On that. It is. And here's the thing: we don't even know if the person's going to be there. If it's going to be like a Q and A thing, they say Q and A, but that could easily be recorded. They did that for yeah. um. In fact, I think they did yeah, like submit your questions ahead of time. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And that, all... that that said, it is it does look like it's going to be a like a presentation, which yes. implies that somebody is going to be there yes. in person. And then they're like, and there's a special look at the new film Digimon Adventure O to the beginning. I, I feel like the obvious thing everyone's jumping at is is well, they're going to probably announce some sort of date or something for the U.S. You'd uh, you'd expect that at something like this. Here's the thing. It's two weeks before it's out. There's really no reason to do it at that point unless they're mm-hmm. announcing something. Yeah. So, our assumption... I mean, it'd be, it'd be kind of silly. Hey, look at this movie that's coming out. We're not going to tell you when you can access it. Yeah. So, I'm hopeful we get information. So, that's Friday, October 13th at noon, room 406.2. I love I'm, when... I love I'm when... Imp- Go ahead. I'm impressed that it's a month before the convention. They already know when and where it's going to be. Like that's that's to be fair. To be fair, to, to be fair, this is one of those conventions where it goes giant clusterfucky. It is, but still, it, with those kind of conventions, I expect it to be even more last minute. Mm. Like, True, we're going to do a panel sometime. I-, I wonder if this is the type of thing, like, we have something to announce. We need confirmation. You're giving us a panel or else we're doing it somewhere else. But yeah, I'm so, not sure what somewhere else is av- are available at this time. I mean, time. that's the thing is, is you don't need a convention to do that. 
Uh, see the pro- see the problem is, is I don't remember if they actually announced Kazuna at an event because we already knew the dub was coming because for because ten different things happened that told us the dub was happening. So I don't actually recall it what the formal announcement was because they accidentally told us like ten times for Kazuna. Yeah. Also, the dub came out. That was like the lead up to. We were still like in the middle of COVID, weren't we? Well, no, no, no. But I mean, but originally, remember, we were supposed to get the movie right after, and we already had ideas that they were going to announce the dub at the screening. Like as far as like as far as I'm aware, the formal announcement of the dub was going to be at the screening was going to be a recording from Brian Donovan, as far as I'm aware. Mm. And that didn't happen, nor did Brian, nor was Brian nor Donovan. Nor did Don Brian Donovan. <laughs> yeah. Brian Donovan didn't happen either. Yeah. In fact, I think we first found out about 2020 because they said at the Fathom screening there would be a preview of a, a new Digimon series. And we went, what new Digimon series? And then all of a sudden <laughs> that vanished a day or two later from the theatrical listings. Isn't that what AR... Dev wasn't here at the time, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened, wasn't it? Like, the listing for it in theaters was like, there'll be a preview of the new Digimon Adventure series, or something like that, and we all went... I thought we had inklings of it before that. Mm. I I thought we'd Maybe seen, we like, because I, I think that was still back in the Digimon Adventure Psy days, but... No, 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 I'm talking about this was, like, before that. Oh, no, you're right, because we did have... There was some speculation about what kind of series it would be before we figured out it was an, it was an adventure reboot. There was, there was like, a brief period of time when we knew See, something I don't was think, coming, but I we didn't don't know think, it was... But, no, I think that's what it was, was we found out there would be a new show because they said they were going to show yeah. something with the movie, and yeah. then, like, two weeks later, we the V-Jump had it, and we're like, okay, it's a new yep. Digimon Adventure series, that's yeah. why they're going to show it, the screening, and then th- yeah. it just never happened because of COVID. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I rem- yeah, you're right. I do remember them that we were speculating over what kind of new series it would be, thinking it was probably adventure, yeah. but not entirely well, sure. So I don't remember. I don't remember what we used. I feel like at some point we probably had to have said that it would. That for all we know, it would follow up on the new movie in some fashion. And hell no, it didn't. I, yeah. I remember, I, I I remember kind of doing an odds type of post about what it was, and it was like fifty percent something adventure related. Yeah. At uh, least, so and just kept printing yeah. money. Yeah, so yep. so the next month and a half is gonna have more O two stuff than you can imagine, which I'm looking forward to because I fucking love Zero Two. Like I want every stupid thing they can throw at us, and we the art's good. And, bring and, it. and we have some more O two stuff to talk about later. Figures. I would love to see more gem figures of the O two stuff. And now let's talk about the funniest thing: Animax is gonna be showing. Digimon movies. Did you see the movie lineup that they're using for to lead up to O to the beginning? On October 8th, the Digimon Adventure movie and our war game. October 15th, the first two parts of Try. October 22nd, parts 3 and 4 of Try. And October 29th, part 5 of Try, part 6 of Try, and Last Evolution Kizuna. The perfect lead up to these new Zero Two movie. I mean, you. <laughs> Get the whole story, I guess. No, you realize what's missing, right? The Zero Two movies—they're not in there. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't. Which I don't know if we should take that as like a marketing thing where they're just not making the O Two movies available because there's a new O Two movie out and they don't want to duel their own stuff, 
Or are we supposed to take it as like meaning like this is actually relevant in some way? Yeah, I, I take it to mean don't don't watch that. It's distracting. And of course, the the last three are after the movie's out. They love yeah, that. That's, that's kind of weird. They love that with they love that with movie marathons. It always happens with the anime ones, where like the last day is a day or two after everything happens. I mean, because you, you figure that the new movie's gonna be like it's gonna have some follow up to Kazuna. Don't know what that entails, but it is a yeah. follow up. And then. We have news for the UK. I haven't checked to see if these are still open, but the Watanabe Edition V-Pets, they had up to order on Bandai Shop. They are still there. In fact, I think right now that's the only place you can order these because I think pre-orders closed everywhere else. So if you're in the UK... Yeah, I think they sold out pretty much yeah. everywhere. I think I'm waiting for mine to show up from Premium Bandai US, I think. I still really like these. It is a very strange mishmash that Kenshi Watanabe has created of his original art... Stuff that's themed from the Japanese side of the brand and stuff from the English side of the brand, like using the old English logo. It's he he's done something. He, the art's really a special on these. It's weird, also, but I love them. And then, are you guys ready for the card speed round? One sec, I need to drink some water before I do this. Load up. Okay. Some okay, you guys ready? You fueling for the yeah, marathon uh, here? Okay, oh my ready? God, there's so many. I know. Uh, okay, ready? Okay, first we have Bergemon. Great art, great fire effects. Um, Meteor Wing does the same thing with great art, great fire effects, but very different fire effects. I love the coloring yeah, the on comic style. Yeah, Meteor Wing. That's it cool. is gorgeous. Then we have Ho-Oman, which Ho-Oman is a great grandeur card. It doesn't hold up next to the two Bergemon cards we just saw. Though. No, that's no. the issue. Like by itself, it's fine. Pilon yeah. is a very cute card. I love how it's chasing after a Bergemon in the sky. It like reminds you of so many movie images of something flying overhead. It's gorgeous. Yes. Uh, Petty Marimon, we get him dancing with a Mokumon in the sky. I don't know what. I just I love the image. It's good. Candmon is reading other can. I don't know how I feel about him reading by candlelight. That seems weird. <laughs> Uh, then we get Bakemon. It's floating in a lab. What's weird is yeah. there's a lot of nice lighting and background effects, but there's nothing super special about it. It's just yeah, it's just that's that's the sort of setting you expect Bakemon yeah. to be in. Uh, Tyrannomon, great theme. Three Tyrannomon through a cityscape. You can sort of see something hiding from them. We all get that this is supposed to be the Seeker Squad. Yeah, well, I mean, also there's an SOC. Yes. thing in the text. So. I know, but but it, they, it's never stopped them from doing that sort of thing, even when it doesn't, but yes. Uh, then the Air the Airjumon one is interesting because it looks like it's charging up its move, uh, Tatsumaki, but also like its positioning is very strange, where it's kind of like floating in between like metal beams. Kind of like, oh, it's actually its tail is kind of like wrapped around a girder or something. He just feels like he's in the way. Yeah, it, it's weird. I like the art, but the background is fucking weird. Uh, Megatron, we get neat art of it in a mid-city battle, beating up some little Digimon. Uh, Marvin gets his uh, profile art. Marvin gets. Although I will say, I will say this: the framing of the art is better than we've seen for some of the Seekers cards. Also, uh, he has a last name now. I didn't realize that. I think we had his last name before. Oh, I, think. I, I think it just isn't in the story, but I think we had it. Huh. 
Yeah, Marvin Jackson. Then, okay. Yeah. Then Mega Jamon in his option card Ultimate Slicer. So I don't dislike this one, but this could. This is just like a generic Mega Jamon card. It doesn't really like yeah. stand out or anything. Uh, Bombermon. Bombermon actually. So we always talk about Koki's art often looking like pudding, and it doesn't always work. It works amazingly here. With yeah. the coat, the background, the little bit of fire in between his fingers, the little bombs running around. This is where Koki's it has art like a shines. Feel yes. This is where mm-hmm. Koki's art shines. Then we get Tailmon running around um, the same ruins. I love the light from above. That's a good theming. The reflection. Uh, we get Bakuman floating around and sleeping. I love the detail. You can kind of see the town. It weirdly reminds me of the one in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I was going to say that. It looks yeah. like a little town. The, the, one, the one where uh, Link's from. Uh, Hateno. Oh, Hateno? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that one too. Yeah. Um, and then Wizard Mon. Wizard Mon looks great with the dynamic colors, the different swirls of like air slash magic around. This is a great card. I love when this artist brings out like the almost kind of like fluorescent colors. Yes, I, it really works well for Wizardmon. Holy Jermon, this is where I would say it looks neat, but it's also Holy Jermon being Holy Jermon. There have been better Holy Jermon cards. Yeah. I have um, better it's Holy cards. And then this is the first card of Hikari as she appears in the original adventure. They've the, the, So I believe the art team that does these cards is the Toei promotion art team, which is why no one's credited because... There is no singular artist to credit. They have done an amazing job differentiating the original and 2020 kids. They've really done a oh, good yeah. job with that. Like, oh yeah, that's been consistent the whole. I know it run. just it's uh, the level of detail. On these are amazing. It's also kind of special because it's been a few years since we've gotten just a bunch of random new art of them like this. Mm-hmm. It's not like say when we got that one Tamer's Christmas art and all we could do was bash it because we'd gotten a year of great oh, Tamer's art so and then we got the weird thing where they like glued their heads on out- outfits from Home Improvement. <laughs> they were like those uh, paper cutout dress-up dolls. And also uh, Revelation of Light is certainly a card that uses a screen cap. Yep. And be- and because rainbowing is built into it, you can almost miss just how much her foot is fucking rainbowing. Because there's so much rainbowing, you might take that as on purpose, and it's really uh Venom Vamdamon. That is a great fucking like monster card. That is great. Yes, like full on kaiju. Yeah. And yeah. weirdly, Venom Infused even also st- it's hard to I always find it hard for them to stand out when you get two cards that are really similar with the same character and because the styles are different enough and you see the swirls of the rainbow it i think it actually stands out enough to work yeah it's also harder for the option cards because you have half the space to work with. and then let's talk about what i think is one of the set of vip cards from this set marimon and death marimon if they had gotten nothing but basic cards these look so striking Orange and purple. That's the same artist with the, the amazing kind of fluorescent and, and, color. And they're kind of mirrors of each other where we get one yeah. looking right, the other looking left. One is charging up like a fire attack, the other swinging the whip. They're so fucking good. Like, I saw it's these... Because nice the color dynamic between the two is really it great. It really works good. And also, I don't know, like, I, I know it's meant to be like a specific dark castle, but like, at the bottom left, it almost looks like Castlevania. Which goes with the whip and stuff yeah. really well. Yeah. Uh, G- 
Ganymon and Quellon, it's weird. These are both really nice, but these also fit into the vein of, these are nice. Although I think the Ganymon one's a bit special. The Ganymon one has a lot going on for it. Yeah. There's more character. Yeah, Selamon's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the Hangyomon, who are about to play a prank on a Kamimon who just wants to go fishing. I I love so the weird so the weird thing about this is when you look at the art when you look at the Kamimon doesn't the perspective almost remind you of like a Mario RPG you get like a pseudo three fourths view perspective not quite then we get Tentomon then we get Tentomon it's good art but it's also Tentomon very much being Tentomon and look he's doing Petite Thunder and then right after that we get Petite Thunder Petite Thunder. Which I like it, but but also it's one of those cases where because they're both showing the same thing, it's less exciting. Hey, it's not a screen cap. I'll take it. That's a victory. <laughs> and then we get Hercules Kabuterimon fucking shit up. Yes. That I love like how like he's blasting so hard he's like blasting backwards. There's, there's recoil on a shot. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's so good. And like you can see like the ground ripping up. Gets wrecked. Then we get Numamon X being Numamon X. And Waru Manzemon, who, bless him, he still has his paw. It has not for been now. shot off yet. And then we get Garamon, who's doing his best impression of Toy Story. <laughs> I, yeah. And then we get Manzemon X. This is one where I actually think Koki's artwork's good, because it's weird, because it feels like it's not how we normally see Manzemon uh, um Monzimon X. No. My brain wants to say Shin Monzimon because he keeps coming up lately. That is similar color schemes. Like, oh, it's a Monzimon, but there's some pink in there. It's like, oh, wait. Well, also, like, the perspective's different. It's drawn with a bit more detail than we see Monzimon X. So my brain was like, oh, there's the brown and also the home improvement shirts from Al Borland again. Why did he kill Al and steal his shirt? And there's also a Monzimon. Why does that Monzimon look like he's about to murder him? He looks oddly so upset true. about something. Then, can, can we, like, give a small little clap for the update of the recolors? We get Muchomon and Akatorimon. I forget Akatorimon exists sometimes. Right? Because there's barely any there's, difference. Yeah, there's and no the distinction between... And the Muchomon's really nice, and Monmon's there and happy. Oh, yeah, Muchomon's great. Everyone loves Muchomon. Yeah. And then we get Brockimon and Kanjimon. This update is what I call... The long necks. <laughs> one has bubbles, one has cannons. I think we know who will win. <laughs> uh, then we get uh, Ryudamon. Rest in you- peace, little foot. We get Ryudamon. <laughs> Yule- <laughs> Yule- Oryumon, Lugamon, and Lugarmon. <laughs> Seekers, ahoy! So, Lugamon is basically Lugamon. Lugarmon's basically... See, the problem is, is the like they're both good-looking cards for these two, but they're also like exactly what you expect for these characters. Ryudamon's funny because you realize how many people have never read his profile and his attacks? Because they're like, whoa, Ryudamon can spit out a sword? And Seeker's like, no, that's literally uh, his thing. Um, Yeah. That's literally, like, all he can do. He can spin around like Sonic the Hedgehog, and he can spit out swords. He is anti. Yeah. And then um, we get Yulin with her profile art. And we get Oryumon kind of just floating around and being like, Hey, I don't always look like a weird fucking poorly designed dragon that looks weird as a toy that doesn't come out. (laughs) 
Like, it, like they almost frame him so you think he's a knight or something in this card, and it looks neat, I think. Got swords. And then, did you guys see the cool... Where we start to get some more VIP cards. First up, Palmon X. Very uh, proud of her. That is an amazing... So Palmon X, Togemon X, both good. I love how Togemon X is like the walking through the desert man with no name vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't continue that with Lilymon X. I think this is the best art Lilymon X. Like, I get what the profile art's going with, but the big hands and the weird poofy skirt never worked for me. It always made it look weird. So we had Lilymon X and Roseman X, and you can tell like there's a meeting for Roseman X. We're like, we don't want this to look too horny, but also that's the character. This is as far as you're allowed to go. No, you, no, you can't. No, you can't have her bending over. She has to lean back. No, she can't lean over that far back. It has to look reasonable. And no, you can't have her whipping someone. And just, Why you, not? You can I don't think I don't think anybody's giving them these notes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just saying someone's giving notes somewhere because I can like, see Rosemont X. I think this particular artist just showed decided to show a little bit of restraint. Yes, but that's what I mean. Like Rosemont X is one that if there was no restraint, we just go, well, that's Rosemont X, and instead there's some reasonable restraint. But not I ex- honestly, I would have expected the note to be hornier, please. <laughs> no, they have to save that for when the card game stops selling. Then they could do what was the one? Uh, the uh, it was the digital one where like art after art was just as horny as could be, like like to the point uh, that like to the point there's the, like there's the Neferti Mon card where it's just like they completely redesigned Neferti Mon to have giant breasts. <laughs> like where like it doesn't. Yeah, we're I like that art. That's the art that like is the first art someone pulls up when they go, Digimon's art isn't reasonable. And their example is always that one Nefertimon. In fact, one sec, I'm pulling it up and throwing it in the chat. I, I'm like, have I seen well, this? Well, they also did the same to Harpymon. Oh, that I believe. Harpymon, you can totally do there, with. There's oh, the okay, Nefertimon. Yeah, okay, I see yeah. it, yeah. And, okay. And the defense is always, well, Nefertimon had breast the first place. There's a difference. There's a difference. Yes. Like, who's getting horny for Nefertimon? You, you say <laughs> that, but... Yeah, we need to move on because that's a different that's an answer that we already know exists. And then Babamon, I like the sweeping and Gigi Mon just in the back, and I'm pretty sure he's just drinking coffee. This is another one where Koki's art really accentuates the design mm-hmm. of everything. It almost yeah. feels like it's meant to be like a Disney movie or something. And then back to the horny with Lady Devimon. I was gonna say, here are some <laughs> characters you get horny for. So, well, no, I think we kind of got spoiled with all the uh, from the content. content yeah, for Lady I, I will say this is a good Lady Devimon one. I think it would not be nearly as good if it didn't have the blood moon in the background. I think you need that color difference yeah, to really make you it need work. That red, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Paimon. So Paimon, I really like, but it also feels like this is Paimon, and also yes. here's some confetti. And it's drawn very well, but that's yeah. His pose. It, it, it is exactly what you expect for Paimon. Nothing more, nothing less. For some reason, Evilmon, I kept thinking of what I wanted to say. It feels sort of like his profile art, and also he needs it to go to a dentist. He has problems. Asian Some countries don't judge that sort of thing quite as harshly as, as we do having crooked. Are, are you saying Evilmon is British? I am. Is anyone else hearing him as Austin Powers now, just floating around? Yes. Oh, if, it were, if, only, were, if only Digimon were dubbed today. He lost his <sighs> mojo. 
And then, uh, this is the one like we all knew it was fucking coming, but the Apocalypse card is so fucking good. And it's weird because there's nothing special about this card, like pose wise. It's just the art is so fucking good, it makes it special. It reminds you it of like fucking amazing lighting, like the backlighting behind it. It feels like a stylish it, it, take on his profile art. It's the color yeah. and the pose. Like, there's nothing special about the pose or anything. It's the color, the framing. It, like, you get to see, like, the body at the top, but it looks dark and menacing, and you don't, like, it's not detailed enough to really see it. Yeah, it's just a reminder of when Apoclemon is on full display, like, you get the whole scope of it. This does a really and, good job and also, from that perspective of just how big and and nasty also this guy he looks. helps if you're playing D and D because you just just roll. He's the D twelve. I always want to say D twenty, even though I know he's not twenty sided. That's a twelve, but yeah, I think it's a D twelve. Uh, then somebody, we also somebody add up the sides of Apocalypse. We also we him. also get to see Kyokyomon. I believe he's dodecahedron shaped. <laughs> Uh, we get to see Kyokyomon sleeping, uh. along with a Fufumon. Uh, then we get to see Ginryumon and Hisryarumon. Should we not have seen these guys earlier when we got Ryudamon? I was like, these guys seem like out that. of order, yeah. And also, is it weird that like the most dynamic part of these arts are not them? Like The fire one is clearly him being shot at. And the, his Ryumon. Yeah. Am I wrong, or does it look like he's supposed to be fighting like uh, a Pulsemon evolution? Because I don't think he has a green lightning attack, does he? That's not his that, thing. No, that's not him doing that. Yes, he's all dodging. the all the cool shot in these are other people doing shit. Maybe they're just mad at him because uh, he was useless in. Uh, I mean, he's Ghost, Ghost Game. game. I mean, a lot. To be two. fair, a lot of people were useless in Ghost Game. These these two are partner to the cop in in Seekers. Yeah. So, and then we just... have then let's finish off with card game news. Booster set sixteen, beginning observers December twenty third. We get a second limited card set in November, themed after Death X Mon. And shortly after Ooh, that, hell yeah. And shortly after that, we got bullet points for Booster set sixteen. As you'd expect, it's Digimon Adventure to the beginning. Many Digimon and Tamer cards and characters from the film, including Louie and Ukomon. Imperial Digimon Fighter Mode will get an ace card along with three more ace cards. Gee, uh, we're all going to be very shocked when it's Imperial Digimon Fighter Mode, Pale Digimon, Sylphimon, and Shakuamon. Surprise! There's, there's, there's room for whatever newbies they introduce to the movie. And then a new effect called Partition. When a, when a card leaves the battle, you get to use Jogris resources in some way. So that could be interesting. And that really does remind you of V-Tamer when they parti- would partition Omegamon. Yep. Uh, and then Leon and Pulsemon will also be there. So we can know when to expect them back. Like, haven't they had a... They haven't had a card yet. No. Or Leon it, hasn't it, had a card yet. It really feels like Leon has, doesn't it? Like I know. It's like, like, has Leon not had a card yet? Yeah, when I was re- when I was going through and making this, I'm like, Leon? Isn't Leon, like, Booster Set 14 or 15? I'm like, oh, no, he's not, because Booster Set 14 was... um, I forgot the main character's name. My brain has, like... Ag. Yes, Ag and uh, Younger Cop Girl. Okay. And... The current set is Marvin and older Shulin. cop girl with yeah. uh, with flock older. of seagulls haircut. Shulin, yeah, yes. Uh, so that Karen. set that set is the set. <laughs> yeah, Karen. <laughs> that that there's girl there's girl cop and Karen cop. 
Look, all I remember is younger girl cop has Numamon and she has a hat. Older girl older girl cop has Mutamon and a flock of seagulls haircut. And like Dev said, Karen. So this sets out December 23rd. Uh, Girl Cup and Karen Cup, and they apparently don't have any actual authority. Yeah. And then we we have all the cards for the O2, the beginning promo pack. I love how it's the Kazuna art, but with small changes. Like Hikari, I believe, has her hair from the new movie, but it's her Kazuna art. And TK still has that fedora from Kazuna. Although, weirdly, most of the Digimon are new art. Like, Vimon is not, but, like, the others, I think, are. And Ukumon is that art we saw in that poster in China, where we kept, went, have we missed this art somewhere? And then Bandai... It's still so weird looking. And then Bandai announced Bandai Card Game Fest, World Tour. They're going to do events in nine places with tournament stops, with the tour finals in Japan. And I liked the reaction after this happened was people complaining that it was not going to their country, therefore it was not a world tour. That is not how a world tour works, people. No. So we will see what else pops up here. I know they've announced very, like the U.S. championships are going to be at the L.A. event and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's a very nice Pacific yeah. Rim tour. Uh, then for card battle, they did a uh, Gachi deck battle, which I believe is where they're each given sealed packs. They have to open them. And they have to actually use those cards. And then they did a card preview episode. And then... Moving on from cards, the the Adventure re-release Blu-ray is out. We got higher resolution look at everything on it. I still don't know what to think of these packaging. Like, I like minimal styling normally, but this just feels lazy to me. It's boring. too minimal. Uh, then we get to see the first look at the O2 packaging, which, as we expected, is literally the same packaging, just with the assets changed out to a new color and artwork. And that's out November 8th, shortly after the movie. It's almost like they planned it. Um, and then we get apparel in the U.S. A new line of shirts from Atsuka. So I'm surprised. Tie and tie and matter long sleeve shirts. Everyone else are short sleeve. These are really nice. I think the way they integrate the crest name and the design. What's weird is like it's weird because like the Taichi is the profile art. The Yamato is the profile art. Sora is that art we first saw in like a calendar like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Where we kept going, have we seen the sore art before? No, I don't think so. And like Mimi's also that calendar art. In fact, I think the only people who use old art on the by old art I mean the original is Tai, Yamato, and I think Takaru. Takaru. Yeah. yeah. Like like Hikari with that with the weird like stre- stretch leg thing they did with her in that mm-hmm. art. And also her, also her one hand is fucking like olive oil. We're like, we're like, she has like, where she has like the pipe cleaner arm, but like the giant Popeye fist. <laughs> she had her spinach. I really like these shirts. I like how the long sleeve one have the little designs on the arms. It's just really neat. Uh, I'm not going to get any of these. Either of you? I might be able to get talked into the Izzy one. Um. Uh... They are tempting, but like if I, I have one completely and utterly inundated with t-shirts. I um, have one issue sure. with the Izzy one. If you look at the kids in all eight, it feels like the colors work for them really well. Except the Izzy in purple feels off because it feels like it's wrong red. I'm colorblind enough where oh, I don't notice. Okay. okay, I'm not colorblind the least. 
and to me, I'm just going. It could it, be like a warmer purple. Yeah, that's it. it yeah. Like it throws off because like the red, because it, it's not red, but the purple they use almost is correct for Izzy's hair and Otler Kabuterimon. So it looks like wrong red rather than color tinted purple to me. I see what you're saying. It's and also it's, weirdly, Joe in just gray works perfectly. That feels sad. That feels mean. Like. Joe, you're, yeah. you're in grayscale, and also it works perfect for both you and Pseudomon. Yeah, I, I I would think about the gray. I Very had the same silly. issue with the I had the same issue with the Hatsune Miku shirts. The Joe one, I just couldn't talk myself into a gray shirt. I 100 could if the lar- if the largest size they had is not no way in hell going to fit me. I would actually think about the Joe shirt. And then back to zero to the beginning. They have not announced anything yet, but Karatez Karaoke will be doing a, another Digimon collaboration. I love the theme and the art. It's let's make a big cake together and celebrate. Miyako. Miyak- I, I don't. I don't trust Miyako. I, I was gonna say she's way too happy with that mm. piping bag. Yeah, that that this is gonna go badly. Yeah, <laughs> just I mean, it's gonna look fine until Miyako does the icing and then yeah, like like if you look at talk if you look at Takaru, he has uh, like pastries. Uh, Iori has coffee. Daisuke is standing there doing nothing, which is the best thing. Ken is waiter. Hikari has a suite. If we look at the Digimon, they're all doing useful things. Miyako's like, I'm gonna eat all this fucking frosting. <laughs> she should. It is her right. It is, but it, I will say this, it shows everyone's personality great, because when you think of them doing this, Miyako just ready to down the whole thing of frosting by herself is exactly I, I, Miyako. I don't think she's going to down it. I think she's going to just splatter it all over that cake, at the very least. See, I feel like the cake's done, and I feel like Miyako's smart enough to know that. She bought extra frosting just so she can have, like, an also, entire tub. Also, can of we just say that, like, the Digimon all have personality, but for some reason, Ukomon just looks great here. He has the weird little French hat on, and he's just like, yay! He's like, yay, I get to, he's, he's like, yay, I get to be here until they kill me in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not surviving. Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> We get a calendar for 2024 for 02. I love the new art for this. I need it in high resolution. It looks great. Oh, I haven't seen this. Um, but yeah, I. what's interesting to me is a lot of this mirrors the marketing art for Kazuna. Like, do you remember the one of Tai Chi where he's throwing his hand up like that and everything? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I just, I love the art for this. I want it higher resolution. And this is out in October. At current exchange rates, it's like eleven or twelve dollars. Good if, price. If, but, if you I know, could find you also it, have to have other stuff. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if I could find if I could find this without importing bullshit, I would actually think of getting this. It is so nice looking. And then we have a new DigiGift wallpaper for September. It is Shikoamon in front of the moon, and they say it's to help heal those starting anew at school or work. You you can't save those people. <laughs> like, like if if they need Shakuamon's help to survive school or work, it's right. too late. Exactly. Uh, and then like the, we'll always remember you. And then the Dukemon special coding model kit is up. To which we all say they really should have done a side by side. Yeah, like, it looks really nice, but I I don't know the difference. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually can tell the difference now, but 
without a side-by-side, it's not good enough. And the funny thing is, while they talk about the gold, it feels like the biggest difference to me is the gray is darker. Yeah, it's weird. Like, here's the weird thing. When they did the War Greymon one, they were showing us side-by-side images and stuff so you could see the difference, even though that was a more obvious one. This is like, oh, they're talking about, let's see, what are they talking about? Oh, vision, various colorings have changed, and look at the nice shiny gold. Okay, then. And we also get special packaging, which we'll see. Uh, all joking aside, I actually think this is neat. Do I think it's $60 neat? Not without a side-by-side. This is where they need to show shit off. And since they're not, I... It's not a bad idea, it just it needs the side-by-side. So yeah, that's a prepared... And in poll results, uh, the favorite Digimon from the D-Brigade. 32% is Dark Digimon. 22% is only existed for 90 days, Blue War Greymon. Command Jermon, Cargo Jermon. Cargo Jermon got a lot less Cargo than Jermon. I expected. I know. How do you not? How do you say no yeah, to Cargo Yeah, I was expecting like at least like upper middle. So here's what honestly happened, and I think this is the biggest. And I, I, I did tweet this, and I'm pretty sure AR probably saw it. This is the ultimate evidence that no one cares about the D Brigade outside of a small group of fans. The dude who's only existed for 90 days and is basically a really ugly blue War Greymon almost sweeped. I do like the Commander Mon got a pretty good chunk though. I would have thought I would have thought Seals Dramon would have done better to be honest. Like yeah. it feels like him no. being under high co- high Command Dramon doesn't even look that good to me honestly. High Command uh, we had, like we had such a Greymon and popped off of his horn. We had such high hopes for High Command Dramon before we knew anything about him and only saw him in the poster. And it's like, "Oh, never mind, this looks like shit." Yeah. But yeah, Brigadramon almost doing that well is honestly disappointing. Honestly. Because that is liter that is yeah. liter that is literally most of the people voting do not care about the D Brigade. But hey, this kind of looks like War Greymon, so good enough. And then we have yeah. the various weekend stuff. So first up, we with pre orders closing for the uh clear V pets, I will say these look so much better than the renders. Cause I think these are actual shell images. Looks really nice. Um, Tenya Buno put up previews of the V-Jump stuff that went up. He also pointed out, originally he planned to do a story about Pulsemon going to Ritsu's room to visit him. He decided to delay that, and then they ended up doing the adventure story, so that just didn't happen. So, and because, and he said Espimon was introduced because, you know, marketing thing. He was marketing at the time, so there was going to be a car there, so he decided to do a chapter with him, and that kind of changed everything. Uh, then card game events, which general photos, nothing super wild this time. Although, uh, Mianori did post an image showing that, uh, someone showed up for her birthday with cards for her and it's Ryota from card battle. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's very cute. Yeah. Uh, then museum, they're using the Armadamon stamp. I don't know why I'm so amused that Armadamon gets a new stamp. It's just, then we get reference book updates. Luxmon, Archai Angelmon, and Dominamon. Very surprised by the last one. Yeah, you you kind of expect it to be more Seraphimon Knight-ish, huh? No, that's actually like acknowledging its existence oh. after so long. Well, we knew they were putting him in the reference book. Eventually. No, no, I mean we knew they were doing it because he was showing up in the V pet, the vital bracelet. Also, is um. am I wrong, or does Luxmon look like he's gonna be a little shit? Oh yeah, totally. 
I ha- I don't recall his profile. It may say that it feels like he's gonna do something stupid, and sh- Look- and then Archie Angemon's gonna whack him with that fucking staff. Luxman looks like Lusamon, like enabling Lusamon's main job. <laughs> yes, it is. And then, can we say how much of a delightful surprise this was for the start of September? We got Crosswars art. It, it's basically like, oh, uh, celebrating floats because there's going to be various celebrations. I, Shout one Crosswars is on top. Get done. Mix it up. I love it. Uh, I like how, like, a. It's so great. Metal Greymon does not like Metal Greymon does not look happy. <laughs> no, because he's trying to carry that fucking thing. And Don Dokumon is not helping. He's drumming. He, Don Dokumon hasn't done a thing. Also, in life. I just want to say the VIP in this artwork, look at the Starmon on the sword and look how great that looks, that Starmon. Very happy to be included. And then from the second batch, we get another little bit of Dreamer's preview stuff. Then uh, Mianori posted photos from I think the most re- the last of the tour events. First up, she posted a photo of an Agumon summon drew that said "Go for it," and the bat- second one, she took a photo of herself next to an image of Yulin. And what she posted basically was sh- they were she recorded a new fun Digica because she found Hideyoshi at the event <laughs> because Hideyoshi <laughs> had the same haircut. Oh no. Because remember, he had like the flock of seagulls haircut? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so she took a photo of herself and made that joke, which is amazing. And then from the museum. Cop Karen. Or Karen uh, Cop. They swapped out the poster for the one everyone autographed from Digifest, which was a neat little touch. And then it's time for questions. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice yeah. that right away. You guys in chat can throw yours up. The first one uh, someone sent was, do we have feelings on if we don't get new Digivolutions in the movie? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't here's, need here's, new Digivolutions yeah. in the movie. I think we're going to get them, but... Like, here's the thing. If the movie does shit well and there's not new evolutions, it's not necessarily a huge deal if it's done well. And also, I'm going to say that's a bit of a cop-out, because Ukumon's going to turn into something. Yeah, corpse. You know that's true. But whenever I hear, <laughs> when I ever hear, whenever I hear people talking about this, it doesn't feel like they mean Ukumon. It feels I know, like, but like, we're like gonna get something new in the Imperial Dramon Mercy mode. Like, here's what mentally everyone want. Like, here's mentally what everyone's actually saying. I want Chikuamon to evolve into X, so yeah. I can scream like a jackass at someone who I've argued yeah. with for years. They want they want Shakuamon and Sylphimon to turn into something so they can complain about what they turn no, into. Here, here's what X antibody. No, here's the art <laughs> that that'd be the best solution. But here's basically the argument as it stands. Shakuamon should turn into Vikemon. Shakuamon should turn into yeah. Clavis Angemon. And it's like it doesn't matter. If they if the thing is if they do that, it's they're gonna be new Digimon. And render twenty five years of arguments. Shakuamon feels like it should be something new. Sylphimon, I could just easily see it being Valkyriemon. Could be, but if they're going to do it, they're going to pump out some new Digimon or for the cause. The, you can't, you can't give Shakuamon. I a new think one you. And not give hey, I think you're missing Sylphimon the. I think you're missing the obvious choice: Vmon bond of courage and friendship, and Wormon bond of kindness. Oh please, no. No wait, it would be bond of miracles. It would be bond of miracles. Yes. We'll see. It would be. 
And then he turns into a motorcycle and laughs because Gabumon didn't in the movie. Gabumon's dead now, so whatever. He's dead for now, you mean. For now. Uh, And then, someone wants to know, does that Tokyo Lab closing change anything for Digimon? I don't even know if AR or Dev know what this refers to. I have no idea. Not Uh, at all. I was trying to think of what it was, but got lazy. Togen, one of the biggest companies that did uh, film scanning and archiving, uh, who's owned by Toho, uh, they stopped their film business last year, and they are getting rid of uh, their archives. And did my internet just go out? It looks like it disconnected for a minute, but it's back up. Okay, yeah, so it might be on YouTube's end, so the audio recording will have everything. We're definitely reconnected at YouTube, but not sure. Togen, basically, any company that does not have their own film storage stuff, it's at Togen. And the problem with that is, is that now that people know, you have people freaking out without looking. I have seen multiple people go, oh no, they're going to get rid of Ranma one half. So there's two issues with that. One, Ranma one half's been remastered quite nicely. Two, you don't need to worry about stuff that like is owned. That stuff's all going to go to company X, company Y, company Z. The stuff you need to worry about is orphaned works. Do you guys know what orphaned works are? Sadly. Yeah, stuff that doesn't have a... Yeah. They just kind of abandoned. And in Japan in the 80s, a lot of companies sprung up to fund OVAs and stuff like that, and then immediately went out of business, and no one's 100% sure who took those rights. So, Togen is the holder of legal record of the film. So if someone gets the... So let's say they don't dispose of the film properly. Someone gets a hold of it. Someone scans and releases it. Togen is technically legally responsible. So guess what? If someone doesn't claim, Togen technically has to do. Properly dispose of it. So people are now now like freaking out. Often for the wrong titles. I saw some people freaking out about the F-Zero anime, which is one, Nintendo, and two, digital. It does not have film in the first place. So, does it have anything to do with Digimon? No, twice. One, most Digimon stuff is digital. Very little is on film. And two, Toei has their own labs and stuff. Toei stores their own film, 99%. It has no effect on Digimon in any fashion. Uh, The part that's sad is that if something isn't able to be done, which would be the government stepping in to help store stuff or something like that, which probably won't happen, it basically means the stuff that's being chucked out is the stuff that who knows when the rights would ever get untangled. Like they've been trying to work on laws for orphan rights in Japan for a few years. And by the time that happens, all the films may be gone. So, yeah. So you're not, you're not worrying about your big titles. You know, you're worried about the stuff you've never heard of that you might discover in five years or might have some meaning that you're unaware of the stuff that anyone that most people are thinking of is the stuff that you don't know, generally. Or the stuff that has weird stories behind it. It's not going to be like, oh no, they're throwing out uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Or something. No. That's not this, that's not this, uh, no. the... No. The list of titles I've seen people freak out about. Ranma. I saw one person freak... Because the problem is, is people are just looking up like uh, titles. People are, people are like, hey, what's this series from the 80s? That no, no, no. Here, here's exactly what people are doing. People are going... Anime News Network has an encyclopedia with companies. They just look oh. up. They look up Togen. Okay. Like they're like, oh no, Togen did film development for the Gummy Bears. The Gummy Bears are going to be lost. It's like the Gummy Bears are <laughs> Disney, motherfucker. 
Disney, <laughs> I guarantee you, he Disney came out has with Funko Pops last year. Disney claimed that shit decades ago. Yeah, like totally. that was only that was only ever there temporarily. That that's not what's you. That's not what to be. The 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 list of titles I've seen people worried about. I've seen titles that I have not seen mentioned in decades. I saw someone mention Butobi CPU. I have no idea what the fuck that is. That is a weird soft core title that Right Stuff used to license about a computer girl. It used to come up hmm. with Digimon fans because the U.S. name was I Dream of Mimi, and people would stumble across it by accident. Oh, you know, I think I've heard I've heard of that. <laughs> yes, okay. because Digimon yeah. fans would see I Dream of Mimi or would type in Mimi, find that, and they're like, oh, this is softcore porn. Some I saw someone mention I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that name in 15 years. Yeah, I've, I've now yeah. that you've... Now, that yeah. title I've heard of. Yeah. But yeah, all the titles people are mentioning are stuff like... Someone's mentioning Ursa Yatsura. Look, if you're worried about oh Ursa, if you're worried about Ursa Yatsura, you have not cared about it enough to pay attention for years and years and years and years. So, yeah. And the next question, I don't know why I was so amused when I got this one. Favorite TK hat? There's so many to choose from. I didn't have time to really go through the archives and find all I, 400 so hats. I I started putting together a fake story to explain, and I'm just going to go with the Gilligan hat from season two. I was originally going to be like, I went on a vacation. It was three weeks long. The water started getting rough. And I decided... Somebody somebody added a... wanted to present a hat montage at one of my panels. Like, after, after my presentation, like, she wanted to put... She added on, like, here's a montage of all the hats he's worn. And I almost... If I had time, I would have dug that out and looked <laughs> over them to find my favorite. I think I'm going to go with the fedora from the first try, from the first part of try. Wait, that, was that uh, was that the first? The, the concert, yeah. See, I keep getting right. mixed up because I think he had a different fedora in Kazuna at one point, didn't he? Yeah, I like the one in try better. Uh, was that like? I'm going to have to go with the bucket hat. Was that like a was that like a khaki tan? The one in try. No, well, maybe. I thought it, I thought it was like I thought it was like white, like the one like that coat, like Wada Koji no. wear. It no, wasn't. Not that one. That's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking okay. of one of the first parts. God, he had a lot of fedoras. He had so many fedoras, so good. You could tell. He, he could also tell just based on try. He definitely tipped it at women. Oh yeah, Jeez. totally. Although based on try, it apparently worked. He's a fuck boy. What do you want? <laughs> uh... And Ian in chat says a favorite Taku hat is like a favorite Kirby hat. <laughs> Each one gives him different powers. Yeah. Uh, Dev, you said the bucket hat from Adventure, I think? Uh, from Zero Two. See, I think of that as a Gilligan hat, not a bucket. Oh, Gilligan. At least around here, they're always just kind of called bucket hats. Yeah. Uh, then someone said, any snacks or treats you haven't had in a long time that you miss? Hmm. See, it's uh, we- it's weird. What I was thinking about this after I got it, it, it's like you won't have something for years, and then you'll look it up, and then it'll be Sato's discontinued, even though you hadn't had it in years and years and years. Mine is definitely Fudge from the Fudge Kitchen in New Jersey, just because, like, it's a pain in the ass to get to, but it's so fucking good. Hmm, I don't have any... I can't think of any snacks that I, I haven't had. I keep thinking that, of, that, I have that aren't like easily like I could probably just go get them anytime I want. Yeah, I keep trying to think of stuff that's discontinued, like the stuff yeah. that I have like, to drive to the seashore. You know what I liked that actually does not exist anymore. Um, you guys know the brand uh, that does the pirates booty. 
Yeah. They used to have a snack called Tings. I think I've mentioned them before, where there are basically they're basically Cheetos without the cheese. It's like a corn oh. chi- it's like a corn curl both out the cheese but cr- but like crunchy like a crunchy cheeto but like they taste abnormally clean because there's no cheese to it. Yeah. And those I sound good actually. So I so they stopped selling them out here and then when I went to look a year or two later I found out why. The company was bought and the company that bought them discontinued everything that was not pirate's booty related. Mm. Bastards. Yeah, it was literally like it was literally like crunchy Cheetos without the um, cheese, but like they're only flavored with salt, so they had like a really weird corn taste that you don't get in snacks. Because even like basic corn chips tend to have some like seasoning or texture given to them, and these were just Cheetos by themselves, and it was very strange. But I actually really liked them. Now I lament that I never got to try them. Well, yeah, it, I'd, I'd give that a whirl, even though I like hate Pirates Booty, but. Yeah, Pirates Booty is just my example because that's the company, but it's yeah, not it, it's it's not like the soft Pirates Booty. They were literally like the same texture as a Cheeto, just without cheese. And they, I, I never knew how to explain them. It was just like a corn taste, but weirdly clean. Um, but yeah, uh, last chance for chat. And then someone wants to know, do you prefer happy endings? And this is an interesting question. This isn't because because do you prefer happy endings? Yes, but you can't appreciate a happy ending if they're all happy. Yeah, like, like I appreciate I, a satisfying I'm, ending. Yeah, yeah, I'm ambivalent honestly to happy endings. Yeah. I if it, they're ha- if it's, if you're gonna get a happy ending, I want them to be well. Although earned. I will, although I will say, <laughs> there's one time there's a movie where it looks like it's gonna end happy, and I realized what was happening, and when it happened. I started like madman cackling in the theater. Was it Cap the Cabin in the Woods? No. It was the second Ant Man movie. Everything oh, ends ha- everything ends happy. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Oh Every- yeah. Everything oh, yeah. everything ends super happy. Yeah. And then it shows them all being a family and doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. And I and there's like no reason for the scene to exist. And in my head I go Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I know what's oh, happening. Yeah. I know yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And clearly, the entire theater does it. They're like enraptured watching this family scene. Mm-hmm. And then um, Scott's on the radio and no one's answering him. And it goes back to everyone. And you just see Black they Ash got, in the they wind. Thanos and, yes, and I started fucking cackling because I saw it yeah. coming. I had to have seen like a sociopath. because That's... The- that's- that's interesting that no one else in the theater had that reaction because I when we I I did watch that and yes I had that say I like I knew what was happening as the, yes the scene started like oh here it is yes okay. like because I was honestly I was waiting for it the whole I was waiting for it to kick in the whole yeah because I, I think what happened was like people were like oh Scott was so down the whole movie and here we see him happy he's put his family you know his erstwhile family yeah. back together he's yep. trusted he's you know being ant-man he's mm-hmm. discovering he stuff and then yeah. and then the camera goes and back to them off. and it's just ash blowing in the wind i yeah. fucking lost it because yeah. that is 100 percent not a happy ending i prefer happy endings for well, stuff it's... like that but like i 
fucking lost. Well, that it. one's perfect. It's perfect because the movie proper has a happy ending, but the continuity yes. adds that twist to it, which yeah. is lovely because it's like the movie itself is a happy ending yes. and a well-earned happy ending. But then, you know, to get it into to get it towards Endgame, yes. it it does yeah. that. It's like, okay, beautiful. Love it. Yeah. No notes. But but yeah, it's sort of I, like it's sort of okay, I think Kazuna is a good example. If Kazuna had had a generic happy ending, I no. don't think it would have been as no. interesting. Because here's, no, here's because the whole because the whole he, thing with Kazuna is that there is a like it is clear through the whole run that Tai Chi is there there is a cost to what Tai Chi is doing. Yes. Like the, that has to be reinforced. That has to be paid. But here's the other thing. One, we know the epilogue happens. So we know it ends up okay, whether we find out how or not. And two, we're told in the movie there is a loophole to this. It's just a matter of he can't tell them because it's something they have to discover for themselves, which means we know what it is. It's them. That's the point. Is and and like that's the weird thing is, is for all we know, the O2 movie could end exactly the same. Is the Digimon getting fried? Like we don't know if this is the end of the journey or if this is another step. If now, to be fair, if this is the step, I would very much like number three to be the end, at least yeah, of this specific sure. story. I don't yeah. need like. Er- because, like, if you're doing a third movie and you zap the O2 Digimon the second, I don't know what the third one's about. Like, if that's mm-hmm. not the adventure to get the Digimon back, that's the one where yeah. you need the happy ending. Yeah. Also, it's like you ended the first, you ended Kazuna this way. I don't need this one ending that same uh, way. See, I'm trying to decide if I think the O2 movie will end that way, and then you I... get an adventure film as the finale. I don't see then. Then that's a tr- then that's a problem for with this movie because then this is just then you can't appreciate this movie for what it is. It's just no, the see, middle see, part. No, see, I don't even necessarily see it as the middle part. I see it as the second beginning of the story because you have it happen to the adventure kids. You can have it happen to the O2 kids, and then the third one is the meeting in the middle to fix the problem. Now yeah. I'm not. Now here's the thing: it doesn't matter how it ends if it's done well. If it's done well, we could say we don't want them to do X or we want them to do Y. And if the movie is done well, we'll probably be happy either way. But yeah, the, it's it's just the it's just the same. It, it, like if that's how this, this movie ends, it's the same. It's the same ending as Kazuna, and I don't like that. That's I would hope if they do it, I would hope there's some twist to it that isn't just. I don't want it to be Daisuke standing in front of a lake, Ken standing. Mm-hmm. Wherever the hell Yamada was, I don't remember where he was. Yeah, I guess I like and I like a variety of endings. No, I, I to, would. Too. You need to mix it up. It needs to be appropriate to what it is, and I I really it do also, like the there's also I like I, I like the, the the happy ending with a little bit of with uh, if you sacrificed something tangible. I think the those old, are probably I my think favorite. the issue with doing it with the second movie is I think it would have worked if they didn't have done it in Kazuna, because the issue is is we've seen this with the Adventure Kids before. Like, yeah, at the end of Adventure, yeah. they say goodbye. At the beginning of Try, mm-hmm. they're sad because they're gone. Uh, so in the case of Hikari and Takaru, they've done this multiple times. It, you could actually do it with the O2 kids, and you haven't shown it with them before, but now that we've already had it, like you said, if they do it, I need there to be a twist. Yeah. Like, like I would love if they frame the ending the same, and then Daisuke turns around and Vimon's still there. I mean, given the theming they they have, is that giving the theming that we had from previews and stuff, the way to to accomplish that is just 
sever the idea of human Digimon bonds completely at the end of the movie. Like that whole thing just shuts down in. See, I, see, I don't like, see. Everybody, I, I'm trying it's to decide. I'm trying to decide how I feel like that works with the epilogue, because I feel like. The, ep- I mean, the, ep- then, the the epilogue left a lot to the imagination that you can do, is what I will say. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've been kind of hinting at the epilogue may not be so relevant nowadays. Like, they're, they're kind of... Although I will say that... Although I will, a little bit. Although I will say this, the ultimate cheat to the epilogue, and it's what no one ever mentions, is Takaru actually does say they had other adventures. Oh but, yeah, totally. Like, they actually literally say other enemies appeared. It was not just X years and everything was perfect. Shit went wrong, so we will yeah. see. Uh, but yeah, I I like happy endings personally. It depends what they are, like, it, and sometimes you get a happy ending where it's not necessarily. It, it's weird. Like you can have a happy ending where like stuff doesn't work out. Yeah, like think bittersweet of, endings. Like, my, like think, I think uh, like, the bittersweet ones. Are like my th- like think of endings to stuff like a Cheers or a Mash. Those are hap. Those are bittersweet happy Is endings. Like Mash a happy ending. Well, no, I mean in the sense of. Everything's over. Everyone gets to go home. Everyone's happy they get to go home. But all the horrible stuff that happens in the finale kind of puts a bad taste in everyone's mouth, is what I mean. Like, that was the goal for there all... No one has been bystanders in hell. Yeah, that was, like, the goal for all these characters was to get out of there, to get home, to go back. And the problem is, is they're leaving, and that's not really the point anymore. Like... Yeah. It, yeah, it's they're leaving. They don't know what they're going back to or even who they are at this point. That makes it bittersweet. Except except for Mulhehe, who ends up in the TV show Aftermath, and they I think they fix his ears. Oh, and the best ending part of Mash, Klinger stays in Korea. So for everyone who had money down on mentioning Aftermath in this podcast, that's uh, got to be a long shot paying off. <laughs> Hey, someone, someone in Vegas is mad they didn't place that bet. I mean, at this point, Garfield's even money, so you gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, Garfield, Gar- yeah, you can't bet on Gar- Garfield. Is like go, it'll go, like putting black it's on a roulette. Race based on the with the will bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we also talked about people being weird and horny earlier, which feels like it's the other free space in the bingo card. Just about. I, I don't think we get to quite every episode on that one. No. So that, that's betting on first yeah. thirds, baby. So, yeah. So ha- the happy ending thing will be more interesting to talk about when we know how the movie ends. I mean, I want to see it before I know how it ends, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, th- that's a coin flip. Because here's, I still remember with Kazuna, there was a huge group of people who were very upset and thought that like. Me blocking spoil, making sure spoilers weren't on the side of me. It's like, no, motherfuckers, I see them whether I remove them and tell you to not to do it or not. I already know what's happening. It's not for me, it's for everyone else. I already, yeah. like, at one point, me and AR were talking about everything we had seen and how, and constructing the story to ourselves, and we were like 95% correct. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Basically, just annoying. just from gleams of stuff, we knew most of... We didn't know little details throughout, but we knew nothing was hidden. We knew by, by the time... I For me, I knew before I would have seen it in theaters if we'd seen the screening. I think AR lasted another few weeks because he was able to just dodge stuff. I was very good at dodging up until a certain point, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's sort of like 
I wasn't posting images of Morphomon on the forum. If I did, it was spo- it was blocked by spoiler stuff that you had to click on. But even that, like, it's not like. Do you think I'm posting Morphomon images and I don't understand the context of having to read an article to tell you who it is? Right. I already know. I'm not blocking them for myself. And then, Ar, what have you been up to, and what shall you be up to? Uh, I think there's a couple things on Tumblr I can probably get to this week. We'll see. Pimp there's something. stuff I have. Yeah, there's something. What, there's what, something. There's what stuff will you be answering, be Ar? Pimp ahead of time, so they will be oh. tempted to oh, go so and go. actually look at what uh, I need to do. What did I get? I got some fun ones here. Oh, that one's a Tease, oh, tease, the, tease the one that's most likely to get people to go to your Tumblr. The, oh, the one the one that somebody is wanted me to follow up on is how each team is. I wrote something a while ago about how each team would react if they had a villain like Karada in the series, and they wanted me to follow up with, okay, how would the kids react to it? How would the Ghost Game kids react to a Karada-style villain? So I might answer that one. Okay, I just want to say, scrolling through your blog, you retweet, not retweeted, but what's it called on Tumblr? Reblogging. The same same, uh, meme art showed up on uh, Twitter, and everyone fucking loved the, the, like, the meme through the years thing. Oh, it's great, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good, yeah, whether you pull it up, it's easiest to see on AR's Tumblr rather than finding it on Twitter. That was such an amazing series of art. I, I fucking love that. Like, I was scrolling through your thing, looking at The amazing thing is there's more Mimi outfits that they didn't have. Oh, there's, ton- there's tons. There's There's tons they didn't show. Uh, especially... There- there's, like tw- there's, like, 12 or 16 on there, and there's even... Like, she had even more outfits in Most of the ones... Zero, two, and try. Yeah, o- yeah, O2 and try, she had enough. Uh, I will say, I love how the last two O2 ones, which are down with the try ones, it's the movie three and movie four outfits. Mm-hmm. which you almost don't notice at first because like they look different, but yeah, I just, it was a great series of art. There's been a lot of good Digimara lately. Um, yeah. The, the, her movie three outfit doesn't get enough attention. Well, so because it's basically it's thought of right, as, yeah. Oh, it's her normal outfit, just different colors. And the hair is not pink. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? Because I'm so proud of him this month. Shakuomon. Aww. Look, he got a poster. He's on the wallpaper. Yeah. Shaku- he's, he's apparently, I, I really want to imagine what Shakuamon X looks like. Like, how do you make that pointy? You know what I, th- you know what I think you would do for Shakuamon X, honestly? I think you would give him a stone finish instead of a metal finish. That would be fun. Doesn't that feel like what it should be? Like, I don't know yeah. the actual design you would pick, but I feel like you'd want it to look like the actual stone statues he's just, based like, on. Yeah. Pottery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You want uh, you would want it to be a stone finish instead of a metal finish is where I think. I know. like that. Yeah. I like that. But okay. pointier, of course. Yeah. So I expect we will catch you guys in two weeks. It feels like at some point in the next month and a half, we'll probably have an extra episode somewhere because at some point it'll be like, there's 10 pop-up. You know what the weird thing is? We may not get the deluge of pop-up shops this time because a lot of those chains have closed. Oh, oh no. L- like, l- look, the, the music, I, I won't miss the music cafe for one reason. The music cafe is the one where they had that really horrible looking blue curry. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah, but but hey, I, I I want to assess someone terrible drinks and 
eats at least hey, one. Before. You'll get you'll get to remember. They're doing the Karatess karaoke. That okay, that's ca- right. Karatess is where they did like, here's hot tea, and there's a strawberry in it, and here's hot, here's coffee, and yeah, there's a single some, marshmallow. Here's some, here's some random drink with blue curacao in it for no reason. Yes. But yeah, so we will definitely get to do that. It might not be next okay. time, but it'll be soon enough. Don't worry, AR, your dream will come true. Yay. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. Bye. Bye. Bye.